episode is brought to you ad-free thanks to all our wonderful patrons. You can help us keep the show going by joining at patreon.com slash shonenflop. And welcome to this episode of Shonen Flop, where we talk about manga in Shonen Jump that didn't make it big. I'm David. I'm Jordan. Next week, we're covering Instant Bullet. If you'd like to read along with us, be sure to join the discussion in our Discord and submit your six-word summary. You can find a link to the Discord in our episode description and on our website, shonenflop.com. Oh yeah. But this week, we are talking about Alien Area, not Arena, and we are joined... Oh, yeah. <laughs> By our guest, Teching 101. Thank you so much for joining us today. Want to just throw out there, David, you still got it wrong because it's aliens area, but close enough. I fucked up my notes. Aliens. No, I know. Is it alien or air? No, it's aliens. I have it up on Viz. It's aliens area. The aliens meme. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, alien, you know, and then aliens and then an the aliens area resurrection or whatever. OK. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the sequel. I have been on a kick of referencing some ancient memes lately. You have. Are you familiar with then who was phone? No. Oh, my God. We can't. We can't do this. No. <laughs> Look it up. It is so old. Uh, All right. It's know your meme pages was made like 12 years ago. Yeah. Oh, so when I was in high school then. OK, cool. That, that's back back then. Yeah. Yes, it's classic. Yes, that's a vintage. Ah, uh, I feel so old. But. You know what else is a classic? What? Hearing our guests tell us all about what makes them so cool and unique and special. Uh, yeah. I'm still trying to figure that out. So, um, <laughs> oh, I love the modesty. Yeah. So anyway, hi, I'm Techie 101. I talk about One Piece mainly. Ooh, what's that? Bleach as well, which uh, One Piece. Uh, OK, so it's a very little known manga. Like it's very obscure, <laughs> oh, yeah. even more obscure than for like you, know, you talk about Shonen flops. It's even more obscure than that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It had like one chapter 10 years ago and nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I talk about One Piece now. Bleach is back. So that's kind of what started the anime part of my channel. And so I'm back talking about Ooh. that kind of back and forth between One Piece and Bleach. I have a YouTube and a Twitter. And that's about it. That's all you need. And thank you for following us on Twitter. Oh, no, no problem. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out to me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, thank you, too. Oh, they liked me. They really like me. I appreciate what you're doing Aww. because like, you know, a lot of these manga, you see them in Viz and it's like, OK, that just kind of came and went. And it's nice. You guys actually, you know, pay attention to them and give them at least some time. And, you know, the, yeah. like, the warranted yeah. they're deserving, you know, yeah, yeah. they're uh... I also want to give a shout out to T. Wolfwood for recommending us to reach out to you. So thank you so much. I was aware of your stuff already, but still, it's awesome that people help remind us of some people that we can have for guests. Mm hmm. And then how powerful do you feel when someone is like, so One Piece is like, you know, a thousand chapters. Is it like a Doctor Who thing where you just find a jumping on point and you're like, nope, you start at chapter one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a few <laughs> things I've like, ah, oh, maybe you could watch one of the OVAs like episode of East Blue, but that's kind of a cluster. So, yeah, you got to start, but you just got to start at chapter one. I'm sorry. Yeah. But but also the thing about One Piece is it's good from chapter one. Right. It is. And I usually tell people like, look, OK, I know it looks like a thousand chapters and it is and it's very daunting and it is. But if you're not sold by the end of like our long park, which is like less than 100 yeah. chapters in like that's a good point to tell like you're not going to be into the rest of it and that's fine so just try to make it to the end of the east and if it's not for you it's not for you and if it is keep reading here's the thing if it is a huge chore and you hate doing it reading up to arlong park that's also yeah yeah maybe yeah. it isn't for you you just don't have good taste it's fine yeah yeah it's fine <laughs> i mean usually usually it is very enjoyable <laughs> to read hey man i mean it's the same thing with a book if i'm not sold within the first 50 pages it's probably going down you know what i mean yeah yeah, though, we're not here to talk about that, are we? We're here to talk about... 
Some other area. Some other manga. Uh, what if we just fucked up the name of this manga every single time we said it? Aliens Arena. Aliens Arena. Arena. Alien Arias. <laughs> Aliens Diarrhea. <laughs> Alien Arias from Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's get into talking about that. So this manga was created by Naba Fusai, and they created a few other series. Apollo, which was a one-shot. Golden Future Cup entry. Loss of Phantom Seer, and that's what became Aliens Area. Haruki <laughs> Gomen. Phantom Seer became Aliens Area? Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about Phantom it. Phantom Seer, man. And then <laughs> Harakiri Gomen. Harakiri. Sure, why not? Oh, Gomen just makes me think of Gomez, the best boy. <laughs> and that was four chapters. And it also had a miniseries that was only included with digital copies of Weekly Shonen Jump. Samurai stuff. Mm. Oh, sorry. That's uh, Maxby was saying that's the nature of that series. I screwed up. It's my- not actually called Aliens Area and Samurai Stuff. <laughs> yes. Samurai it's- Stuff would honestly be a pretty good manga. That actually, that'd be cool. I'm picturing the logo with a stylized S. Like, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like. The Stussy S, the cool S. Yes, the cool S, oh, yeah. Maybe that's the plot of it is to find the origin of the Sussy S. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one actually knows where it came from. True, it just appeared. I feel so included. I, I actually used uh, uh, Sussy in a video title yesterday. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I never use it. And I'm like, ah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting that sussy. One of my favorite ironic tattoos I've seen is it was uh, as we talked about in the Simpsons and the warm body. It's Bart Simpson, but his head is the sussy S. <laughs> and I just thought that's such a fucking great, stupid tattoo idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. This ran from June 6, 2022 to October 24th, 2022. So they wouldn't even let the Aliens series survive until Halloween. A little sad. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because uh, we covered Beast Children as like our second manga. And that series was fucking god awful, but they let it keep going because it was a rugby manga during the Rugby World Cup. It all comes down to marketing, man. Whatever yeah. they yeah. Can think it could, they can make a buck off of. They're going to try to run it. Yeah. So I think it does say something that they were like, no, you don't even get Halloween. Fuck you. Yeah, Yeah, no. 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 (laughs) And this was 20 chapters over three volumes. It replaced the series Ayashimon, which we have also covered on the show. Mm. And it was replaced by some series because Shonen Jump has had a bunch of them come out. Yeah. One of them was Ichigaki's Lost Control, which, hey, I read one chapter. I'm not going to not going to say too much other than uh, listener. You might be seeing it on this podcast at some point. There was one that came out just this week that was Fabricant 100, and I read that, and I thought it wasn't bad, so yeah. I heard that's the best out of the four, the batch of four that's just come out. I'm a huge fan of Black Butler, and it's giving me really powerful Mm. Black Butler vibes, so I'll probably, you know, keep with that one. Yeah. Well, if you want to read one that uh, is not not bad, <laughs> might I suggest Ichigaki's Lost Control? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I saw the art and I was like, it looks so unique. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't think good manga can have that art style. Yeah. Not without way better writing mm. than I have seen. Yes. But one last note is Maxi B, though, does think that Cypher Academy is the most likely candidate for what replaced this, which I heard is also complete dog shit and seems to be getting people <laughs> in, trying to get people to buy crypto. I could see what they were trying to do, but oh my God, is that one a clusterfuck? Like, yeah, Ooh, I got to check it out after this. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think this translates well to manga, maybe in some other form, but not this. I mean, it's just, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what is probably better written than most of the manga we just talked about? One Piece? Jordan's plot summary. So <laughs> okay, there let's we go. get into it. And One Piece. And One yes. Piece, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jordan, imagine if we Jordan just had to do a plot summary for all of One Piece. 
I've, I've considered doing that before and no there is that video of um i think oh what is it um best guy ever where he does like a three hour long lecture on it that's pretty good anyway yeah anyway <laughs> lay it on us ah this very original manga an evil group has infiltrated society with super magical destructive powers altering the very foundation of the world around us the main character had a shitty life but has a really cool power which they don't understand and is related to that evil group but thankfully they meet a cool cop who seems like kind of a jerk at first but actually shows them a little bit of empathy like maybe like a cool older sibling would the main character is then attacked by the evil group but the cool cop shows up to help and then asks them to join their cool squad where everyone talks about how cool the older sibling is popcorn david the main character then meets everyone in the group and you think they'd be jerks but they're actually really nice and accommodating to them whoa it would be really cool to have them as siblings like some kind of found family if you will however they have to stop the evil group and because they have similar powers to the bad guys are the only ones who can stop them the main character then goes on training missions where they have to stop very real violence committed by the evil infiltrators where we get to see how cool the squad members are so fucking cool Popcorn teching. Then there's a really bad guy with surprisingly cool powers with a connection to either the cool cop or the main character. <sighs> Someone makes a valid point about how maybe the cops are doing something bad. And the cool cop no. is like, yeah, they might have a point. Oh, well, can't worry about it now, though. Then the cool cop fights the enemy and you think he died, but he actually didn't. He survived all because the main character did a cool thing. The manga <laughs> ends with them resolving to continue the fight. Wait, are we talking about Aliens Area? Tokyo Shinobi Squad? Earth Child, Phantom Seer, Super Smartphone, Akaboshi, or Hi-Fi Cluster? I forget. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot to. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, you, you, um, <laughs> you forgot, uh, oh, fuck me, what the hell's the name of it? Hungry Joker. Yes, yeah, I was yeah. thinking about Hungry Joker. That was another one I, I was considering, but yes, that does Or fit. The Last Sayuki. I honestly don't remember anything about The Last Sayuki, so I considered that, but I was like, I legitimately couldn't remember if that was the plot or not. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, this is like such a fucking template, and none of these manga are good. No. You know what's really funny is the plot twist could be that whole plot summary wasn't even Aliens Area, but something else just to hammer in the point that it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Jordan was trying to make Dawn to Dawn sound as boring as possible, which, spoiler alert, is this series done well. <laughs> yeah. I think the key thing that these manga have in common is it is just like the main character is like not that interesting, but then, oh man, they just meet these really cool dudes. They're so nice, man. They're so, you think, oh man, and they're usually, they're pretty much always cops in some way. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh man, they just, let's just watch them be so cool. They have like all <laughs> this history that we don't learn about. Man, don't you wish you were them? Man, I wish I was them. It's trying to like, like the cop dude like instantly gave me like some Kisuke Urahara vibes from Bleach just because yeah. like yeah. easily, like, you know, Ichigo's cool, Ruki is cool. But that first arc, you're like, who's the dude with the cool hat and the sandals? And it's like, yeah, but in order to finally get to his backstory, you got to wait a while. And, you know, when you start off the story with that, it's like... Like, yeah, we just no. want to know about this guy, and you're not going to be able to do that because it'll ruin the pacing. So, yeah, though, speaking, though, of characters, why don't we actually start getting into the character section? Yes, we can talk about this and the what is it wrong. So, Jordan, why don't you kick things off by telling us about the main character? All right. So this is Tatsumi Tatsunami. I guess the writer was like, man, I don't want to think of like an interesting name. I'll just kind of repeat. Thinking about those TTs. 
I like alliteration. The series is alliteration. So, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like got two little baby siblings and they're fucking idiots and he wants to help them. But because his parents are dead, so he's got to raise them. But oh, man, he's got like this cool, I guess his arm was fucked with by aliens and they put dark cells in them. So now he has armament hockey. Yeah, that (laughs) was... First time reading it, I'm like, yeah, all right. I see where this is going. Still not the most blatant One Piece ripoff we've read. Not only in the first chapter does he have like the vulcanization like from Armament Hockey, but he stretches his arm as his first thing he does. And I'm like, yes, all right. Yeah. And Jordan thinks it's a coincidence, but I still think it was on purpose that the guy calls him a monkey. Yeah, that was not a coincidence or the translator intentionally said that to make fun of the One Piece ripoff. It looks bad. I will yeah, say, in yeah. context, looks pretty bad. Yes. But anyway, so this guy, though, yeah, he's third year tough guy. He uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of Ichigo in personality. Yeah, I mean, just the, you know, heart of gold kind of. Yeah. I actually find it interesting because I don't think we've read a series with a truly lawful, good protagonist in a while. Yeah. You can tell Shonen Jump has really been trying to do antiheroes because a lot of the big series have antiheroes. Yeah. Now, is that a good thing or is it because lawful good is really hard to write for and can be confused as like, you know, very boring characters from time to time? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Antiheroes are also oh, very difficult yeah. to write no, for. they are. You know? <laughs> well, I'm looking at you, Phantom Seer. God. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, we let's keep going in the characters. So, Tekking, would you like to talk about your favorite character, finger quotes, the Doctor? The Doctor guy whose name actually escapes me, and I was just reading the manga earlier today. I think his name is uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes guy with a cane. He has a cane. That cane is like 90% of the reason why he's cool. He's also not a doctor. No, <laughs> I don't know why David thinks he's a doctor. No, nah, he's a doctor, <laughs> but he's a cop or something. Come into Adult Swim. Cop doctor, he cures the gunshot wounds he gave you. <laughs> oh god all right yeah so yeah he's like the mentor the cool mentor figure uh as you said kind of sets himself up as like the cool older brother kind of guy so main character is trying to figure out his powers he doesn't know what's going on and then cool doctor cop guy shows up and he's like oh yeah well hey guess what aliens are real there's an alien in your arm i'll teach you how to use your abilities and stuff come help me out and you know join my organization with me and uh his thing that he has is um he has a bunch of this alien tech that he fights with and it's like alien tech number one and then it's like now we're gonna go to alien tech number two and it's kind of like like a power rangers kind of thing like ooh, i wonder how many collectible alien techs we're going to have from this guy you know well the answer is three as they say yes that answer is three (laughs) maybe could have been more but we stopped at three he's just like real smart and perceptive Mm. you know he's always got it under control yeah and he even though he seems like he doesn't care actually cares like a lot and like you think he's zoning out but like he's still typing you know yeah. and like everyone loves him wasn't he asleep wasn't yeah he that, working that still while doesn't was... make any sense i thought that was going to be like yeah. a piece of tech where he could work while sleeping and i don't think that was ever actually explained he could just no he's just that cool yeah he's just that cool yeah I think what they were trying to say is he was taking a nap, but has trained himself to pretend to work while taking a nap. That is the coolest concept for a power ever. Infinite businessman technology. (laughs) I know. That's one I want. Yeah. 
Oh man, yeah. There's uh, there really isn't that much to his character. He has a cane. He's cool. He has a cane. He's a nice guy. Oh, the scar. He has a neat scar on his forehead. That's always nice to have. They all have neat scars. They all do. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then shall we go to the next character? Because I want to talk about this guy. Sure. Yeah. Kyotora Muro, leader of Team Five. Very formal. He's just really a nice guy. Like an actually nice guy. I think Jordan disagrees with me, but I think he was the best character in this series. And I think he will be a strong nominee for Sora of the Year, which teching is where a series isn't very good, but it has like a character that was really interesting in it. Right. And so I think I might nominate. I just really like how he felt supportive, but not like toxic positivity. Yeah, because like not like even a series that doesn't last long, at least the writer can have like, you know, okay, there's at least one character in it that's pretty well written. It's just that you can't just base an entire manga around that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the problem is he appears for, like, very, very small amounts of time. He's, like, almost barely a character. <laughs> and he just left that good of an impression. When he's not in the page, we're all like, where's Kiyotaro? <laughs> where's Kiyotaro? He has a life. He's out doing other stuff, you know? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's probably sending birthday cards to all of his employees. Yeah, he's a yeah, nice guy. Yeah, Definitely make sure to celebrate everyone's birthday. Like, his biggest conflict is the fact that, like, he's training a new a new person, but Shiraku shows up, the Sherlock guy, and he's just so cool that, like, the person he's training is like, wow, you're really cool. And then Kiyotaro's like, no, I feel jealous, but also, I shouldn't feel jealous. I should be supportive, but ah, I feel jealous. He's just so cool, David. <laughs> he's so cool. What if Miro was the sibling of that really clutch coworker from the first chapter yeah. that covered for him when he broke the bowl. Yeah, where'd she go? Yeah, there you go. She's the best character in the whole manga. <laughs> yes, but we do have to move on. So, Jordan, why don't you tell us about, about Akina? She's like the only person in the manga who seems to be doing something sort of correct. So because of our joke plot summary, we didn't actually explain what the whole thrust of this manga is, which is that like they're cops and aliens are immigrating because, oh my God, manga writers hate immigrants so much. And Tokyo Shinobi's got. Yes. And they meet her, uh, Akina, who she, she at one point was a member of like the evil Nazi human group who wanted to, wants to genocide all. All the aliens but she fell in love with an alien so mm -hmm. she left and uh -oh. she joined like a better group that is trying to help the aliens like get into society um and you know for like briefly for that chapter i was starting to get somewhat a little emotionally invested in her and then she just dies just like, immediately just like yeah. a dude shows up and burns her to death Jeez. just burns the entire place she's dead just right away <laughs> i really didn't think it was real like, are you fucking... Yeah, like, is, did she survive? You killed no, her? No, she just died. <laughs> okay. All right. And then the alien that she's been missing shows up later. They have a meeting because they're like, all right, we got to go after these evil Nazi guys. So they have, like, a boardroom meeting with all of the fucking leaders of the squads, and it's, like, the most boring thing ever. And then uh, Shiraku just brings in... Oh, but... Look, I have this guy, and he just brings in the alien who's been disappeared and hasn't shown up at all. And he's like, oh, man, I feel really bad for Akina. Let me help you guys. And it's like, stupid. <laughs> all right. But speaking of stupid, why don't we get into why it failed? Well, I do also want to say that the guy who burned her, uh, his name is Yutaka, and he is Pyro from X-Men. Okay, great. That really yes. added a lot of value to this podcast. Thank you, Jordan. 
Thank you. I know who that guy is now. Yeah. He's like Pyro from X-Men. I I don't know who Pyro from X-Men is, so there you go. He's the X-Men who can control fire but cannot create it. Yes. Okay, who's the X-Men that can create fire but can't control it? Uh, um, a lighter. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ori, yep. Uh, I, th- I feel like that's Chamber, which I don't know who the fuck that is. Anyway. anyway <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get into why I failed. Speaking of this failed. <laughs> so, Jordan, <laughs> on that mental train you were giving with all of that, tell us, what was something that stood out to you as the, something the series did not do well? Man, this series just so little of it stands out, man. Right? It is so fucking generic. God. And like, it does the thing we've talked about before. It does this a bunch of times where it sets up a character you're supposed to feel some kind of emotion for. And like, there's a little bit of tension, just resolves the tension by killing them or getting them out of the way or some shit. Like, your second or third chapter, we meet like this little alien princess. Mm, Yes. And she's like, she looks like she's supposed to be like the adorable mascot. Yeah. And her butler's there and he can translate for her and he's like, the best assassin in the whole fucking galaxy is after yeah we have to like protect her because he's gonna he he wants to kill her family after they kill her he's gonna kill her family then the assassin immediately shows up there's no time for us to be like oh that's interesting Hmm." no he's right there and then because the cops are there because he couldn't fucking wait he couldn't fucking wait for like five fucking seconds yeah yeah he shows up right when they do and then he's like oh by the way i actually killed all your family already so that's (laughs) over that plot don't worry about it we don't need to go into space. I don't know if he said I killed all of them. He's like, I killed like three or four of your other siblings already or something like. Yeah. yeah. But he just comes up out of nowhere and then immediately gets like KO'd by the cool guy. So, yeah. yeah. Imagine it was like, raise your hand if you have all your family members still alive. And he's like, not so fast, princess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Guess what you and Tetsumi have in common now? That's something that it's a common like thing. It's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine when early on in the series, you'll introduce a character like I'm the best swordsman of this particular thing. And it's like they get defeated easily. And it's like, come on. Isn't it so cool how in One Piece in Arlong Park, Hudshan says he or that dude says he is the second best swordsman. Yeah. So Oda could <laughs> set up you meeting the best fishman swordsman. Yeah. And even in that regard, Zoro was still like kind of on that level even at that point. So it's like, OK, I could see that because, you know, Zoro's pretty strong already. But uh, Zoro could have taken Arlong on if he wasn't hurt. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, that's the thing. With Zoro, it's like, oh man, they need Zoro to take care of this guy. It's not like, oh, Zoro took him out easily. It's just like, oh man, they got to take out the big guns. That's a common uh, also thing with Zoro where he's so cool and badass that Oda has to like severely handicap him in early arcs to make sure that he can't (laughs) use his full power. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Back into this. So I think this series kind of feels like a Nintendo game with a really aggressive tutorial where this series is so obsessed with explaining everything. There is no critical thinking necessary for this series because every device is explained very thoroughly. I was like, every five minutes, I was like, stop explaining things. I don't need this. Why don't you show me this weapon works by fighting a fucking alien? Yeah. And you know what? Despite that, I still didn't get any of it. No, no. I mean, like, I got it in the sense of like, oh, it's anti-gravity. I guess he can float and do stuff with anti-gravity now. Okay, sure. 
like I got it in like five seconds and then everything else made me just whatever. Just like ignore it. You know, another thing this this uh, this manga really doesn't do well is uh, introducing conflict. Like I think the second or like the, I think it is the second chapter. They're like, oh, we're going to go look for an alien. And then an alien just shows up and is starting shit. It's like, there we go. Oh, look, it's an alien. Whoa, that's so weird. Hey, there's so many aliens in this. They're like aliens all over the place. It's like aliens area or something. Like yeah. they're in an area yeah, of yeah, aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. God. And there's no aliens in this series. <laughs> the final films are all humans. Yeah. Yeah. This series like refused to make the aliens antagonists at all. Because I guess I, I see what it was going for, but it just was really handled really badly. I was honestly, I'm a big fan of Gantz, if you've ever read that. And I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it's all about like aliens and like people are fighting them. But the aliens in that series are like more creepy and ominous. And like they don't like yeah. sit around and talk about like things all the time. They're more just like and then they attack you. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. I remember watching some of Gantz and I was like, this is like too mean for me. The anime is horrible. Oh, OK. <laughs> it's not just me. I was like. <laughs> yeah, the anime's awful. And they rip off Cowboy Bebop with their ending, too. They have, it like, a filler ending. It's awful. Oh, it's bad. Oh. That isn't a tangent, because, you know, there's not a lot of really super popular anime that focus on, like, aliens as the concept. And this yeah. one did, and also Gantz did. So I'm like, oh, maybe this will be like that. And it wasn't. And no. no. Granted, that was a seinen, but still, like, yeah. You know what, though? Something Gantz did, at least from what I saw, did that this manga fucking and all these manga fail at. They're so scared of make of making any of the characters be mean. Every character in Gantz, except like two, are the worst pieces of shit on the entire planet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Isn't one of them like an eight year old kid? What now? I was watching the Super Eyepatch Wolf video and he was talking about like how an eight year old kid was one of the people in Gantz. No, no, no. He was a kindergartner. So he was like five. <laughs> totally different. No, a kid dies in like the second arc. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Oh, yeah, fuck. yeah. With his grandma, too. So, Aww. yeah, yeah. Of no, course, yeah, of it's, course. It's brutal. But at the same time, it's like with all these manga, you meet like the cool group. They are so fucking nice. Like we I've ta I mentioned this before we talk about it, but like um, Jujutsu Kaisen also sort of does this formula in a good way where it's like, you know what? Um, Oh, my God. What's that guy's name? Like the, the Kakashi guy. Goto. Goto. What he does is he meets Itadori and he's not like, hey, man, you want to come with us? You know, like it's OK if you don't want to. I totally get it. I don't want to impose or make you feel stressed or anything. No they're like hey man like he says it in a nice way but it is like hey man come with us we're, we're gonna kill you you know Ugh. we're gonna force you to do stuff and it's like okay that's more interesting and it adds some kind of stakes it does seem to kind of like just gloss over it like you want to join sure okay this is what we do all right here it is yeah, yeah. okay cool <laughs> well, i guess i'm a cop now all right yeah, but it's also like everyone is just so understanding and so sweet. And it really just makes it seem like, oh, I guess this isn't that big of a threat then. I guess you guys aren't really. No, that worried, I mean, you huh? never really get like, I mean, I'm assuming if the series would have continued, we'd eventually get to some like galactic level threat. But it's certainly not that where we're at right now. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's all lawful good protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so boring. It almost seems like an experiment. Like, like let's try to make a manga where everyone's nice and kind of cool with each other. And it just kind of came off boring. It's the Great British Bake Off of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the violent deaths of some of these characters being burnt alive. So, David, in the boardroom scene, did you think that those guys were laid out to look like uh, the One Piece, like, 
bosses you know what i mean like the i honestly think all the characters look the same yeah that's fair because they all just look like tall people with black hair and i honestly couldn't tell if they were different characters so it was very hard for me to know that was such an awful shitty chapter where they're just like oh let's have a fucking boardroom scene let's get all the bosses around here and like i'll present my case and then oh man this half of the room they're the liberals yeah and then this half <laughs> is the conservatives uh, and then we've got the we neutrals that's also a trope like in bleach when the espada assemble and stuff but it's like that has to be like built up and earned if you're doing it within the first 20 chapters it's not yeah well, you just know he's ending. Yeah. I mean, the pacing of the series was atrocious. We talked about the first chapter. Well, I was like, we're 20 pages in and nothing has happened. This chapter was taking multiple chapters. Jordan, by the way, he talked to that bar lady for, I think, three chapters. It was yeah. not one chapter when he met that lady who immediately died. Oh. No, that was multiple chapters. It felt like one Yeah, that's how <laughs> fucking slow it like, was. like, nothing happened. And they kept repeating the same shit about how it's like, oh, man, she she fell in love with this guy. Then, then he disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone have anything negative they really passionately want to say, or should we move into what it did well? Yeah, the art just was so inconsistent. So inconsistent. But I think it definitely had some good parts. Well, we could talk about that. There were moments where it was really good, but man, there were moments where it was not. But there were still moments that were good, so let's get into the positive. So, Teching, as the most positive person here, please tell us what were some things that stood out to you. I try. Okay, so I was looking <laughs> at uh, some other stuff that Fusai Naba has done, and I'm like, okay, dude is a really good artist. Okay, yeah, yeah. like that is very clear. So you got to give him that much. And it was the art that really drew me to it initially, because I remember like scrolling through Viz, and when it first came out, and I saw it. And oh, by the way, this was one of those manga, by the way, that I was like, this is going to be canceled, and like by the end of the year. Yeah. But I'm like, I'll click good on call. it because you know, aliens ruin the title, and it's like, all right, let's see where this goes. And how to explain it? Art's good character designs for the most part are kind of just eh. main character is just kind of like, all right, I've seen this character a million times before. Honestly, in a lot of like slice of life kind of like romance animes, honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were one or two moments where the art legitimately blew me away. Yeah. And the fight scenes choreography is good. Yeah. Like, honestly, whenever um, Tatsunami used his power, it looked really cool. He barely used it, but when he did, it was like, whoa, that looks sick. Yeah. Second or third chapter, when he's, like, showing off his powers, the, the way that he shaded Tatsumaki's, like, fist on that was legitimately amazing to me. I was like, whoa, that looks great. In the uh, the thing that did it for me, the first one, the first chapter, uh, the first page that really popped was in the first chapter when he cut his hand, and it looked like, like some parasite Maxim stuff going on you know like the hand is like bubbling up and healing and i'm like oh that's okay that looks interesting then it lost a couple of points when you have the whole armament hockey stretchy arm thing and it's like i don't even know if the mangaka put that in or if that was like an editor kind of note of like (laughs) hey you know people like one piece maybe add some like one piece-esque stuff in there maybe you know and it's like okay that that didn't go over too well no the the best character in the entire story at least to me is you know the smarty doctor cop character with the cane (laughs) you know yeah I mean, he's the only one that the writer cares about. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a good call to focus on him because they're not great characters. I mean, he's clearly not the best character, as we talked about, but he is much more interesting than the other guy. He reminded me a lot of at the beginning of Dr. Stone, when like the first few chapters of Dr. Stone, you focus purely on Taiju. And then at like the fifth chapter, it becomes clear that it's like, okay, no, Senku is definitely more interesting and is going to be (laughs) the main character. And it's like, okay, I can see what you did there. But uh, yeah, that that was the kind of vibe I felt here. Yeah, it's 
something that I was actually, this was the chapter I, re I reread today, was not everything is solved with violence, where they go to, that's the uh, chapter where they were at the, uh, the, like, they were at the rice farm, and they're, like, uh, got a, re a report from, like, an alien, and it, if there's a lot of them, if they propagate, we could have a problem, and they meet, it's basically an alien farmer, like, you know, he's like an alien farmer that's, like, planting these things, and they basically just give him a citation, like, okay, yeah, you can't plant here, this is bad for, like, the plants, and, you know, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, officer, I'll never do it again, and then that's it, like, conflict resolved. <laughs> I agree. I liked those moments. I think that there should have been more of those moments. Like one of my favorite chapters, probably my favorite chapter, there's like this alien who's obsessed with ninjas. So he just dresses like a ninja and then tries to disappear and he steals his yeah. favorite <laughs> God, food, <laughs> which is cat food. Yeah. The aliens love eating cat food. That came back again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I genuinely enjoyed that chapter. I also do think that the series at least puts a good effort in, in trying to show violence is not always the answer. Like, there's only two or three real fights in this entire series. No, there's not that many. I mean, there's some that are just like a chapter or not even a chapter, like a couple pages of like, oh, it's it's done. You know, it's resolved. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's like, oh, it was a misunderstanding. They were able to communicate or, you know, like stuff like that, like the stuff with like the alien ship that was like a phone book. There was no fighting. It was literally they just told him and it was like just showing them how they in, how they talk to aliens. And that was interesting. Definitely needed less of that. But I do appreciate the series had some of it. Yeah. I also really liked how they were like, um, dude, you can't do a phone booth. Don't do it. <laughs> like, it's so fucking obvious. He was just making fun of Doctor Who at yeah. that point. It's like, don't do a fucking phone booth, man. You could definitely sense the Doctor Who vibes with this, like a million percent. Yeah. Yeah, I also feel like this was of the manga that I looped in at the in the plot summary. This is probably the least racist one. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> great. <laughs> you don't know how racist these get, man. Uh, you really don't. <laughs> This series knew exactly how bad it could seem if it didn't handle it, the alien immigration element, and I think it overcorrected for it, though. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that because you're already dealing with a sensitive topic that could be paralleled in a few different ways in our modern society. And so it's like, I'm just going to try to overcompensate by making it really like th they could get along. You know, we live in an aliens area area. Bottom text. Well, because the problem is by the end of that, you're like, man, this cop division actually kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, they're not good at their jobs. Well, but it's also like they're just tailing these aliens yeah. for no reason. And it's like, that's kind of fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. That really gives me vibes of like some police officers just walking around like New York and being like, hey, there's some black kids. Let's follow them. And I think it was kind of supposed to because then they do get like a character who's explaining, oh, I fucking hate you guys and something, something, something. And it was like, oh, OK, this is actually a little refreshing. All right. But then I have to go back and view them as the hero later yeah. it's like oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh goodness so though it sounds like we've got some things that we want to fix about the series so shall we go into where it could have gone let's go mm -hmm. it would have been cool if it had really turned gadgets into the most interesting part of the series like what if it was kind of like 007 where in the old like sean connery he was given a bunch of gadgets and they didn't really know what he was going to do with them but it was cool to see how he ended up using the gadgets even if it wasn't for the intended purpose so i think that would be cool if each of his missions he was given three different devices and the writer kind of made it a puzzle for himself how do i have the character actually use the toolkit he's been provided the devices, I might be wrong on this, but we don't get to see the devices themselves in great detail, right? Like, they don't really yeah. show, like, because no. you could have had some fun with that. There could have been, like, a close-up panel of, like, this is the anti-grav device, and it looks like this. And it's like, oh, cool. You could have made it, like, I don't know, a ring, a bracelet, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. This might be kind of a controversial take. I honestly, for this, get the violence out of here. Yeah. 
don't have any violence. Like it wants to be a shonen battle manga, but kind of like stopping halfway with it, you know? Yeah, he's like, whoa, this is hard to draw this. The only good parts of this manga are really where they're just like dealing with like the interesting like like kind of places that this conflict kind of happens like between. But it's more of like where it's like, um, oh, we want to help these aliens, but also, you know, um, we are cops and we, we do enforce immigration. We, we have to fight them at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like we have we have to enforce the law and stuff where they're just talking and trying to deal with these conflicts in like a nonviolent way, you know? Oh, man, I guess I uh, guess I may as well just be talking about the police in general. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, really, the only time that the main character really uses his powers after a certain point is literally to keep everybody from falling off of like a cliff. Yeah, it's an important <laughs> method. That's an important way to use them, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I would have liked it if there were more. Like, what if he used that power as like a grappling hook or something? Like, be a little more creative with it, you know? And I mean, like, yeah, you could always argue and just like, oh, well, if it continued, sure. But, you know, you had 20 chapters. You could have like every, maybe not every single chapter, but you could have done like more than what was done with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's always a little frustrating whenever you see these manga that are like, they have really good elements to them and just knowing, okay, it failed and you don't get a second chance. You know, he's not going to come back and like, all right, let's try this, the same thing, but like a little different because this is, this is pretty much, he has to come up with something else after this, you know? Well, you don't know. You know, there is like a three strikes you're out rule. Yeah. Oh, no. What I mean, but what I mean is like starting over aliens area, but just like adding extra like that. That's not going to probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least at least not literally called aliens. Area. Then again, you know what? Come up with a better title. That's another thing. The aliens area is a terrible title. <laughs> I actually like the title. I'm yeah, a sucker right. for alliteration crap. I'm a sucker for it. OK, <laughs> there are better alliterations like, you know, what? like aliens arena. Okay, Aliens Arena would actually sound, that would have been cooler, yeah. That's what I keep misreading it as. We all misread it as that. I gotta be honest with you, I clicked on it just because it had the alliteration. The, the artwork was cool, but like, oh Aliens Area, I'm like, alright, you got me. That's all it takes. To hey! It was actually, uh, when we were thinking what series I had in my notes, loves alliteration. So yep. I was like, ah, oh, the next cancelled series that's <laughs> alliteration. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised your name isn't like Tech Ting. Well, I didn't. I did come up with it when I was 12. That was before I really had Tech Ting Tunnel Ton. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I would have picked if I, you know, actually thought about the name for longer than five minutes. But you know, here we are. <laughs> you know what? That's okay though. And I didn't get my name from an episode of Zoe 101. So here, here we are. <laughs> you know? Yeah. At the end of this uh, episode in the final verse, I'm gonna ask how many Techings out of 101 would you give this series? Ooh. Okay. Ooh, I take okay. that. That's an interesting he's like, way to he's do like, that. Fuck me, that's got to be a new segment. Yeah, it has to be a new one. Yeah. Just credit us. Uh, and I yeah, will. You're good. <laughs> it's like a so mother's basement. If uh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen it, some stuff that he's mother's done, yeah. basement did an episode on canceled shonen jump manga because he's been a guest on the show. And so Jordan was like, "Did mother's basement just like steal our content?" And then he credited us at the end, of, and we were like, "Oh, okay." And then we had a thousand yeah. listeners the next day. Yeah, there after you he go. Dropped that yeah. video, doubled our listenership after he did. Thank you so much, Mother's Basement. <laughs> that is a sign when we have a tangent where we're not talking about anything. That is a sign that the series is just not interesting. <laughs> and this series is so not interesting. <laughs> yes. But so since we're talking about anything else, why don't we get into miscellaneous miscellaneous thoughts? thoughts. Yes. <laughs> so, Jordan, though, please, t please tell us. <laughs> Take it away, Jordan. Uh, 
what to say about aliens or area. I almost called it aliens arena again. <laughs> I have something. What? What? What was with the ellipses? So many dialogue. It was like two words, dot, 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 finish in the next text box. It was so weird. Yeah. This is this is one of those things where that's not the proper way to use ellipses, but it, it's used in that way so often and it kind of is. It's like it's like the use of the word literally. You know, everyone always uses literally incorrectly. Literally, yeah. The intention is supposed to be like a missing piece of dialogue that was removed somehow. You know, like mm -hmm. if you're talking to somebody on a walkie talkie, like the aliens have, you know, Neptune, you know, something like that. That's how it's supposed to be used. But yeah, they just use them kind of like whenever. Yeah, it's like I blame Squall from Final Fantasy VIII because that's like half his dialogue. Good old Squall emo heart. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, Squall, what are you doing? Dot, 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 <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Leaning, leaning up against the leaning up against the wall, looking sad. Dot, dot, dot. Or a uh, red from uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver when you fight him on Mount Silver. <laughs> Oh, that was the most badass and no dialogue. Ellipses dialogue and then 81 level Pikachu. Here we go. Yes. yes. <laughs> At work, though. So one of our data systems is called Squall and it has him as the icon. And <laughs> really? That's perfect. Yeah. And my boss was like, David, you watch like anime and stuff. Do you know who this like anime character is? And I was like, that's Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. And he's like, you would know that, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he boomed me good. Oh, man. Got him. I think it's interesting how the main character is like Luffy, but he has the scar. God, Jordan's obsessed with this above his eye. <laughs> yeah, that's also another thing I didn't even notice until just now. He basically has Luffy's scar. Yeah. Yeah. And he's basically got Luffy's hair. Yeah. He basically looks like Luffy. <laughs> Remember, we've read a manga where the Luffy literally shows up. Yeah. By the way, I want to say the balls to have it where they were like the second to last chapter and he spends an entire splash page having the doctor guy just sit down. And that was <laughs> yeah. the entire splash page. And then it like had no continuity with the next chapter because he then was <laughs> doing something different. There was a continuity issue sometimes. Like one of my favorite endings in this manga of like one of the chapters, because they were like, you got to pick one of the equipments to use on this. He's like, what if I pick the lens? And the guy that David loves is like, what? And then the next chapter starts like, what? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Fucking stupid where he's like, just by chance gets the hard counter to this mission by sheer luck. And how is that supposed to represent any skill? Like, yeah, no shit. You're going to do well when your mission is dealing with someone invisible and you have something that can see invisible people. Yep. Also, didn't they have implants? Why are there? Why is there technology and implants? Pick one. This is too much. In real life, that's true, too. Not all medical equipment is implants. I'm not against that. It's just like maybe you could have like, I don't know. Like, let's introduce the actual items first, and then maybe, like, later on, you could be like, you know. Yeah, like, James Bond, they should just fucking have Q, give them some cool tech, and then you find out how they use it. Look, if you're a way better writer, you can do that. But if you're not a, a really good writer, and you're like, man, I have these magic, I have these one magic, like, implant weapons. What if I gave them three additional <laughs> magic technology weapons? And now I have to explain all of them at once. Something you got to be very careful about is um, if you're trying to explain, if you have like not, it, this, it is kind of a power system, you know, the, the, what they're doing with this is you got to be very careful to not just overly exposit early on in the story. Build King actually taught me that. Like oh, where. Oh, God. Oh. Build King. 
where it's like, okay, like I like Toriko. That's like a really good manga. You know, it's one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. like they had, you know, two, 300 chapters to explain the power system of that. You can't just cram all of the, you, it's, it would be like trying to explain all of Nen in like chapter eight of Hunter Hunter. That's exactly what they That's did. That's what they did. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. And it's like, this could have been so cool with the different colors if this was stretched out, but you know, or also it might be like the mangaka gets the word that it's going to be canceled soon. They're like, screw it. I want to explain this power system. <laughs> I'm doing it. The same thing with the scene where he sat, he sits down. It's like the mangaka is probably just like, I really wanted to draw a scene with him doing this. It's getting canceled. I'm just putting it in doesn't make any sense but whatever you know yeah i just oh god i just sorry i don't want to i don't want to think about build king yeah no you're fine that's cool (laughs) you gotta start it i do want to think about maxi b who uh if i didn't mention maxi b we actually have a manga historian who works on this podcast oh fancy so yes so maxi b literally is a manga historian so i just want to read off a few of their wonderful thoughts so just note the editor changed about a month in which isn't uncommon but i don't have anything else interesting to say (laughs) right Even Maxi B. Oh, this one? No, this one's for you, Tekken. The series shortens to Ali R in Whoa. Japan, pronounced Ali Ari, which is cute. Kind of pointless as Aliens Area is already a short title. Ali Are. I like that. I like that, man. Ali Ari, yeah, there you go. He said the series has been over for three months by the time volume two comes out. So it's a big wait for its five fans. And that was me. Sorry, I read chapter one. Seems nice enough. It was not. <laughs> Uh, you know something i've noticed shonen jump has been doing this more where they're they seem to be canceling manga even earlier and then just saying yeah buy the volume to read the last few chapters or they'll do like uh this continues on in light novel format or something like that you know yeah the first one i saw them do that with actually was yeah that's why i brought it up yeah (laughs) bill king strip like yeah we're we're, (laughs) just you gotta wait they were like, no, we, we have to cancel this now. I don't care that you're not done the story yet. Like, just get it out of here. We'll throw it in some other place. It's a, it's a yeah. harsh business, man. It's a it's a meat grinder sometimes, you know? It is. Yeah. But is everybody ready, though, to go to final verdict? I am. Let's do it. Yep. All right. So let's get into the six word summaries. Uh, so to start off with Tucker, our other researcher. So, yes, we have two, we have two researchers for this podcast. <laughs> here comes the Nakama in black. Slad. No, David, you said that wrong. Oh. Here comes Nakama in black. In black. <laughs> okay, and then the other one they had was still better than any MIB sequel. And then from Ooh. ZZ Digital, I got neuralized. What happened again? Froze said, please draw more stupid looking children. Loser, there were only like three aliens. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Dude rocks. It's a better MIB than International. The Laughing Fool. About aliens by aliens for aliens. Orange. <laughs> MIB Parasite starring high schooler Will Smith. Did he slap anybody in this? I don't know. Actually, yeah, we had a special hand. Oh, yeah. Big, sick of yokai. Well, here's aliens. Rail, aliens exist. Do paperwork, nothing happens. Generic man, no, we have men in black at home. From Xylon, aliens don't make police procedure interesting. Boom. Shrimp Lord, men in black, but worse in every way. Chicken Warlord, too much exposition alienated the readership. The Yeti, E.T. style jumps the intergalactic shark. And from T. Wolfwood, D&D hi-fi cluster, but it's better... It's fair. I mean, then then hi-fi cluster, yeah. By the way, when David said M- said men in black there, it was actually MIB, and I'm saying that because otherwise that would be more than six letters. Yes, you're six right. Words. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jordan, what was your six-word summary? Hi-fi cluster with X-Files DVD barcode. Oh, it's that hi-fi cluster. And then... Yeah. <laughs> 
Mine was why show don't tell is important. <laughs> That's a good oh, I one. I thought it was like I thought it was like why show don't tell is important. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and then checking aliens area uh, always awkward advent. I love it. Nice, yeah, there nice, we go. yeah. So next up is flop or not. So the way this works is: would you consider this a flop, not a flop, or a certified flop? Is it like a game show? Do we get like prizes? If yes, we... <laughs> your prizes. You don't have to think about the series anymore. <laughs> okay, there you go. That feels really mean because the series was not that terrible. It it wasn't like honestly. I feel like I'm on a like who wants to be a millionaire, but who wants to be a millionaire back in like the '90s with the really cool like music in the background? Oh, I thought you were like one a million dollars was actually a lot of money. No, 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 no. And it's like the two like there's like a button in front of me, and it's like da 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 flop or not. And it's like this is really serious. <laughs> I'm gonna go with flop. Okay, <laughs> but it sounds like not a certified flop. No, I don't regret reading it. No. And then how many techings out of 101 would you rate this series? <laughs> For scale, 101 is one piece. All right. Yes, yeah, of, yeah, course. Yeah, of course. That has to equal What's that. What's zero? What is zero? My least favorite manga. Something that I would have read. Build King. No, no, not Build King. Whoa. No. So it oh. would have to be something so bad that I would like not even read past like the first chapter or the first few pages. And I can't think of something right now that really. School Judgment. I never saw it. Our guests refuse to keep reading it. Yeah, that's a manga with a lot of really... Uh, it was four pedophiles. Oh, oh yes. God. Yeah. And it was in Shonen Jump. The effects anyway. of yeah, puberty on no. a 13-year-old's breasts is actively discussed in this no. let's not, Yeah, let's stop talking about school judgment. Anyway, so zero is pedophilia. That's an all right scale to use. Okay. I love it. With that being the range, then, from 0 to 101, <laughs> Aliens area is probably like a, a 40 then on that scale. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. That's that's not bad. Jordan, though, what would you rate this? It's tough. Like, it's a flop. It's almost certified, certified but there's like enough little things that I like in it mm -hmm. where I can't really call it a certified flop. So I'm going to call it a flop, but it's like on the cusp. It's not a flop. And so since we all fought, or sorry, I think it was also a flop. And then this is definitely a flop. This is not good. So what does everyone, so what would everyone say someone should check out instead? I would suggest, I mean, if you like alien sci-fi kind of stuff, I would say Gantz. It's very there violent and it is a seinen. So keep that in mind. Just like Love is War. <laughs> the final arc is pretty, pretty badass though. It's like a massive all scale invasion of Earth. I need to read that at some point. I thought that was about, like, Matrix-y stuff. I mean, yes, oh. but no. <laughs> okay. How about you, Jordan? What would you recommend? <laughs> Want to watch uh, Parasite the Maxim. I'm sure that the Parasite manga is really good, too. I just didn't read it. Solid. I've read it. Yeah. yeah, it's like a classic, right? Like, I wonder if the hentai parody is called Parasite the Playboy. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> hey, I'm on fire today. And so my recommendation is, as I already said, Dawn to Dawn. But I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, Jordan, I might have the most random recommendation as I talked Let's about. Let's do it. I've been watching a show called The Big Brunch, which is essentially what if. <laughs> what? Okay, no, 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 no. Explain this show's concept. Keep going, yeah. keep going. It's an alliteration. Yeah, yes, keep going. Oh, that's one yeah. of the reasons I picked it. So it goes in the list of alliteration. <laughs> In series aliens are area and then under is the big brunch so it is a series hosted by dan levy from schitt's creek where it is a baking show it's kind of like the great british bake-off but about making brunch food and it's just imagine a cooking show but everyone is extremely friendly and supportive and it's just very <laughs> adorable i'm just picturing a really happy friendly gordon ramsay yes <laughs> like 
the other contestants high five each other after they like come back from their judges and stuff. My God, that's so wholesome. Like they're all friends on the show. So wholesome. Yes. So if you like the wholesome vibes, how every character in this manga reminds me of people on that show. Because they're all just <laughs> Lisa. This crepe was absolutely fantastic. And they just all hug. There you go. Yes. <laughs> That's the who wants to be a millionaire thing where it's like where like Regis would like make you think you got it wrong. And then it's like, I'm sorry, but you are correct. Remember the big flex from the guy who won the first time and he used the phone a friend to call his dad and say, yeah, he's called his dad to just say, I just want a million dollars. Yeah. God, imagine if he fucked it up after that. That would be so funny. That would have been the funniest <laughs> yeah. thing of all time. All of human culture had built up to that moment. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Jordan, is this the worst thing we've ever read? Absolutely not. No, it's not. And also, I realize we haven't talked about Chainsaw Man at all, but that's okay. Yeah, hey. But thinking of things I want to hear about, let's get into shout outs. And I want to hear all about the awesome things Tekking does. I want to start off by saying, Tekking, thank you so much for joining us. Been an absolute blast. And also, thank you again, T. Wolfwood, for remind- or giving us the idea to reach out to you to be on the show. No, yeah, yeah, this is great. Thank you so much. If you ever want me on again, let me know. Yeah, and on that note, we would be happy to be on anything of yours anytime. I will let you know if anything comes up, yeah. And then, though, speaking of things that you're working on, do you mind telling the audience a bit about what you do? Uh, yeah, so I have a YouTube channel, Teching 101, and I have a Twitter, Teching 101. And that's that's pretty much all I have in terms <laughs> of, like, me directly adding stuff to it. I love it. And the Twitter's mostly just to direct people back to the YouTube, so just, just go to the YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, I do have a side channel called Teching 1001, which I kind of am starting to upload fairly regularly on there, just like extra vlog stuff and bonus content. I do One Piece chapter reviews whenever those come out, usually Fridays. Uh, And then I am also, because Bleach Thousand Year Blood Warwick is out, I do a podcast every Tuesday. I'll be recording an episode tomorrow on uh, every episode of of the new uh, anime when that comes out. And that's doing pretty good. That's kind of getting up there in in terms of views. So, yeah, those are my two uh, big projects that I'm working on right now. I love it. Nice. I also want to say, you know what else is awesome? You, Jordan. So I want to give you a <gasps> thanks for making the opening ending theme and being a great co-host and helping with editing. Oh, my God, David. Oh, my God. That's so nice. <laughs> oh, thank you, too, David. I'm so grateful. Oh. Can I add one more thing? Oh, yes, of course. Keep forgetting to do this. So this will come out next Monday, so that'll be the 12th. Yes. Okay. Yes. This Saturday on the 17th, I am doing a nine-hour charity stream for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Oh, that's awesome. Whoa annual thing i do come on over uh should be 1 p.m eastern standard time to like 9 p.m so come on down to the channel there you go i will absolutely be joining you for that if you can send me a reminder (laughs) i will (laughs) awesome i also want to say props to mer lyle for the awesome cover art you can find her online at lyle mer and nigel for being our generous art benefactor thank you dylan for assistance with editing you can find his podcast anime out of context at animeoutofcontext.com thanks to tucker and maxi b for assistance with pronunciation translation other miscellaneous research and you can find us on twitter at shonen flopcast and our website shonenflop.com we're also on spotify itunes youtube or wherever else you get your podcast and come join the shonen flop discord don't to everyone patron or not come hang out with us and talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind we also have a monthly movie night you can find a link to it in the show notes or on our site and if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going consider subscribing to our patreon wouldn't be able to keep running the show without their support you'll get a ton of awesome perks like jordan what is the main thing we are doing for december's content we're gonna do episode two of our look at the dick joke manga that's right a gravity boys (laughs) god what a fucking series i've never heard of most of the stuff you talk about on here
Neither have I. <laughs> Listen, A Gravity Boys is in the Hall of Fame of Shonen Jump <laughs> fucking trolling. Where you know how like manga will have those like relationship charts to help you understand character dynamics? Yeah. A Gravity Boys had it, but the chart had characters that had never shown up in the manga before. <laughs> <laughs> that is a troll. And I thought that was like one of my favorite jokes I've ever seen in any manga ever. <laughs> I was actually surprised I've never seen that joke before. It's pretty good. There are some good jokes in <laughs> Yeah. <A-Gravity. laughs> you may enjoy that if you have a chance to read it. Okay. But yeah, so you get awesome perks like listening us to record early access to the episodes and helping us pick what series we'll cover next. And I also want to give a big shout out to our wonderful patrons. Starting with our Chainsaw Man patron, we have So I'm Licky Jelly off my boyfriend and I think, oh my God, he looks like my father from this ankle. Happens to all of us. Oh no. Moving on down to the dolphin dad tracking roving animals for all loving girls and raccoons wolfwood thank you for listening joining us for this recording right now t wolfwood then going down to the king of the forest we have albie cram gabe lando istrafont jacob andrew galloway josh robinson kevin briggs marty rachel my lovely fiance scarl mirman t the real jory the bb king bb the and trevor schuckner and hey everybody uh (laughs) jordan didn't even wait for me to set him up he just wants to talk now yeah, check out my art at jordanforbes.art. And also, hey, Teching, are you by any chance a musician? Oh, God, no. Yeah, they never are. Yeah. No, I, I made an app to help musicians understand chords and scales. Find it, powergord.com. That is power, like the best character from Chainsaw Man, and gourd, the Canadian way to say Gordon. So that's powergord.com? That's power. You got it. Powergord.com. Wow. Powergord. I'll be playing chords like a gourd in no time. <laughs> He's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. That's the point. No, Gord Ramsay. How dare you, David? Gord out. Brussels sprout. <laughs> Let's go to sign off. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next Monday as we give our first thoughts on Instant Bullet. This has been David. This has been Jordan. This has been Tekking. And you've been listening to Shonen Flop. Keep on flopping, flopper. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right.